I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Avery. And this is Verb, the style podcast. Follow along on Instagram to see our daily outfits and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode where we recap the previous week's outfits. Plus commentary on the evolution of our personal style, current and upcoming trends, and the latest fashion news. lady get out the way it is time for verb the podcast huge week guys we have almost too much stuff to talk about because it was new york fashion week then we have the vmas and tonight is the fucking met gala which is the holy grail of all fashion events so we are staying up late we are making sure that we're covering all the news for you guys and by the way i'm katie i'm anna grace And this is Verve. So let's get started since we have so much to cover. First things first, New York Fashion Week. Um, Here's my thought, underwhelming. I believe that is also your thought. Yeah, I I kept waiting for that like magical New York Fashion Week element to happen because it means so much to me and it always has. And like, it's just like such a special time. And this year I was like, I never got it. Like I never had like those wow moments Mm -hmm. that I was like knocked off my socks, but I actually heard a TikTok kind of explaining why this might be. So Mm -hmm. uh, it was a, the TikTok user at relax. It's only fashion. Incredible. By the way, he was talking about, or they were talking about how the last recession started in fall 2008 in the U S So at the spring 2009 Fashion Week shows, it was very lackluster commercialized fashion, Mm -hmm. given that the country and, you know, a lot of the world was going through this financial crisis that it was really reflected the times. Right. Which makes sense. Although, honestly, I think that myself personally, after experiencing the last year and a half, I wanted something to really like knock me on my ass. Like I wanted something over the top. I wanted glitter. I wanted sparkle. I wanted fur. I wanted layers, everything. I wanted everybody to throw everything into every show. And that's just not what we got. Exactly. And like, I wanted a giant production and Mm -hmm. escapism glamour. Exactly. And two of my favorite shows, which we'll talk about later, are purely because they are like the most glamorous, sexy shows, Mm because that's what I wanted after uh, 18 months of being stuck in our houses. And we have to create a podcast just to find a reason to get dressed every day. Literally. So some of the shows that we thought uh, exemplified this lackluster, commercial, generally underwhelming aesthetic were stod although i will give them props for their lemon disco ball because i need one of those immediately yes absolutely uh christian serrano christian siriano oh yeah i'm thinking of the shoe designer (laughs) no it's the same person he started from project runway but he makes really beautiful ball gowns typically which i'll say uh, we have a few examples on here it's not that these were bad shows or like not not that the entire show that there was the elements of glamour and like ball gowns in Christian Siriano and even Michael Kors but it's in general it did not feel like they were to the level that that brand normally presents so I'm judging them by their old work not that which is there were some pretty dresses right but just not necessarily what we wanted from them or I mean if you're gonna do 
more sexy lounge, you know, kind of lean into the casual vibe, which is what Tom Ford ends up doing. He doesn't even make any gowns or any suits. I just wanted to be sexy. Not that I loved his show either, but at least he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to present these more casual styles and really unexpected glamorous fabrics. Mm-hmm. So well, I at least speaking, like that creativity. Speaking of Tom Ford, that kind of leads us into this realm of designers who unfortunately, or I'm not sure if we think it's necessarily an unfortunate event. It's just kind of the landscape of the current fashion world that runways are now almost behind what we're consuming on a daily basis. And you could really see that reflected in a handful of the shows that we were watching this week. Tom Ford in particular seemed to, I think you said on trend for what you would normally expect from him. It's just, again, it was very different than his past work, which I think is why it's so jarring. We see that Brandon Maxwell do the same thing. Mm -hmm. He comes in and he just presents a really different show than what he normally does with bright colors and patterns and like easy breezy dresses and things when he's typically more cut and tailored but like similar to Tom Ford because it was so different but it it didn't feel like both of them didn't have that polish on the shows that makes these current trendy ideas you know especially bright colors and pattern and these psychedelic prints have been pretty popular yes again too because people are wanting to look at happy bright colors given the state of the world right and what we've all been like sitting in our homes but it, it lacked that polish that makes it different from the everyday where like if you're gonna do these bright colors and these sequins and these jarring prints like I want it to be really tailored and well done because you're supposed to be the best in the business of that right exactly and when you can already buy these bright colors and these over the top prints at somewhere like a target, like you need to expect a higher level of tailoring and craftsmanship than you would get at a target. (laughs) Exactly. So I think too, like, again, designers are now looking down to look for inspiration. So in general with trend forecasting, there's a trickle up and a trickle down theory trickle down is when the designers and the fashion shows dictate what the consumers wear which is how the fashion world has operated for the past 70 years yeah and now it's starting to switch because um you know everyday people are the creators and it's trickling up so they're taking inspiration from those people but because of how quickly trends move on the internet and on tiktok things are better or worse we've talked about that Yeah. So like they just can't keep up. So I think the designers who really stood out were ones who really either went against the grain or just followed their own like brand's voice. Definitely. So with this trickle up theory and the people who hold the, you know, fashion power in their hands right now, influencers, Mm -hmm. which there was a lot of at New York Fashion Week. There were a ton of influencers at New York Fashion Week. Um, and they get their, they get their invites, right? Because they are trend dictators at this point or trend setters, rather. I don't want to say dictators or like spreaders really. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I like that. They are trend spreaders because Mm -hmm. they're not, not some of them are not like this, but a lot of them do right. Have this copy and paste aspect that we're trying to 
go against, I think, in the way that we think about our own personal style and curating our personal style. Meanwhile, these people are getting invited to Fashion Week for essentially getting a following by doing PR hauls. Not that we're salty, but like we're high key, very salty. Like, <laughs> you know, like what, what, what are they doing besides being trend spreaders and being notable, which I can't fault the brand for, you know, they want people there who are going to get attention from the brand. Well, I have to brand. say, I, I have to think part of this too is because this year was the first year that Revolve has ever held events at New York Fashion Week that it probably has seemed a little more saturated in terms of influencers because mm -hmm. I mean, I follow a shit ton of girls who are go on the Revolve trips or whatever. And like a lot of them make really good content too. But again, their style is not so individualistic, even though I do like them. Right. But they look I think great. I think well, they should have just done a little bit more mm -hmm. like it was just, you know, clearly this, you know, PR package. But I didn't even see like any influencers that had outfits. I was like, whoa, like she really went for it. She really did something different because this is mm -hmm. your time to play. I agree. I loved seeing street fashion over the years. That's actually one of my favorite parts about fashion weeks around the globe. Absolutely. And like my Pinterest inspo boards for fashion are always from street style at fashion week. They're not right. from influencers. Mm -hmm. And Same. so I just thought that they were in tune with that whole idea too. And that we'd be like pushing the ba some boundaries, but that was not the case. And I think that this is just a really good opportunity to examine what we expect from influencers. Honestly, you know, like they're feeding the masses and we're not necessarily the masses. So on that note, let's talk about instead some of the things that we're seeing from Fashion Week, from the street style, from the runway that we are looking to incorporate that we didn't necessarily see from the influencers like we were expecting. Or just like upcoming trends, because mm -hmm. it's really interesting because it's not a one designer show who's going to set a trend, but it's when you look at the landscape and you see similar themes in several shows uh, themes that have not been popular in prior years, that's when you can start to like see a trend build. So one of these trends that I really saw were micro shorts. These are basically like a bikini boy cut, almost underwear looking short that like it cuts up on the thighs, like very small. They're like a teeny tiny dolphin short. And um, I've seen tiny Jewish girl on TikTok yes. has been wearing them for like a few months. She has now. a Marc Jacobs pair and they are quite jarring when I first saw them. Honestly, yes. And I'm going to maybe say this is a skinny girl trend. But also, I think I could be into it with tights. OK, that's not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Some tights, some knee high boots or tights with like an open toe sandal, which I also feel like I saw a lot of. Normally, I would be like super anti that just agreed on principle, but it looked good. So micro shorts, they saw them at Laquan Smith, Rodarte. Um, they actually had a pair that was like micro shorts on the one side. And then the other side was a full length pair. It was very Marisol from Cheetah Girls 2. Uh, you remember that? Those I loved Marisol from Cheetah Girls 2. Like, I think that those pants are seared into, like, every girl who watched that brain growing Absolutely. up. So I saw the Rodarte pair, and I was like, now that's, like, an elevated high fashion. So I kind of did, like, that play mm -hmm. on it. And then um, 
we're all going to be cutting our jeans um, with shorts on one side next year. Just watch. Honestly, I bet if we did that on TikTok, like we could get a trend spiking. I could be into that for us. The other thing I saw, which I think you had some thoughts on too, was this like 80s Victorian kind of vibe. It's like a lot of lace, a lot (laughs) of tiny buttons, the hip bustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had this note for talking about the Kalina Strada show that it's pretty much just this like really romantic 80s rocker pattern mixing sheer lace thing that I'm super into. Um, and we don't need to talk about the show specifically yet, but I'm just really into this like level of high romance and also like a level of modesty that comes with like this Victorian vibe and like a high collar and longer sleeves combined with the sexiness of this eighties rocker sheerness lace deal going on. I think it's a very, some somehow obvious and yet not combination of aesthetics. Yeah. It makes sense together. And I think we kind of, you can see it coming if we look at recent trends of corsets like cottage core like it's kind of a blend of all these things but it's mm-hmm. like toughening it up a bit with like the 80s rocker yep. aspect of it and it's like okay wearing that like hip bustled skirt with like a, a black combat boot mm-hmm. is a very like 80s thing very madonna thing to do anyway very madonna right exactly so i'm super into that although i always have like an aversion to lace mm, really yeah, it just doesn't seem very me and I never really like it. Although yeah. apparently, according to like my kibby body type, that is one of the things that should look really good on me. <laughs> but, but if you're not into it, reject the suggestion. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like I have to find the right lace because I just don't like when it's like super floral. But anyway, all right. Fair. What's the last thing we talked about that oh, I don't think we really want to talk about? Yeah, the last thing that we have on our list as a trend is this bubble skirt resurgence. The problem I have with bubble skirts is that they're just ugly. And I also think that they only look good on you if you have teeny tiny legs. It just looks messy and like unpolished to me, which is what I really don't like about it. Like it never looks even like it puffs in different directions, if that makes sense. It's hard to sit in. It's hard to move in. It's not necessarily practical, which is not for myself or I think you necessarily dictation of a fashion trend like we've definitely done impractical fashion trends before I think but, I thrive on impractical fashion trends. <laughs> but this one in particular just rubs me the wrong way and we saw that that like um a few places again like Prabal Garang Colleen mm-hmm. Strada Christian Siriano so mm-hmm. they're like very different designers who were all doing this which is so worrisome to me it's very it's- concerning <laughs> We're getting like a little to 2000 and I don't know, 10. Yeah, honestly. PTSD from that. Like we don't need to go there yet. Okay. But what are we like? What was your favorites? Okay. So here were some of my favorite shows. Like I said, I liked Kalina Strada. It gave me this eighties rocker meets Victorian vibe. I really enjoyed the level of pattern mixing that was going on. I also thought that there were some really good layers and then the sheer lace aspect of it. So overall, We'll include some of our favorite pictures or some of our favorite looks, um, but it was just gave me that. And it was also set in a garden, which I always love a show that's set in a garden. It gave me the whimsy. Well, I like too. there was like young kids, too. Yes. And there was like couples walking down together. It just felt very like communal mm-hmm. in a Definitely. cool way. 
Yeah. Very communal. Very and people like, are like longing to feel more together, like a yes. part of a community these days. So I think that hits on like the pandemic culture, but in like mm-hmm. a positive light. It felt like it was for the people and yet elevated, which is a really nice line to walk, I think, at this point in time. Agreed. Then one of my other favorites was the well, I'm going to say it was one of my favorites because the likes that I the looks that I really liked, I really liked. But the other three fourths of the show felt like a really hot mess walk of shame. And that is the Maisie Willen show. And there was I the parts that I enjoyed were like these tights that she had everybody in. And there was just a level of romance and chaos. The two combined, I think I really enjoyed. But some of the styling, I don't really know what was going on. No one's hair was done. There was just like there were Again, sweat the, like, suits. there's potential. And if we just had a little like touching up some places, Agreed. we could have gone really far. Agreed. It felt really messy, but I, I think I understood the core of what the attempt was and the parts that that were done well, I enjoyed. So that's why I'm listing it as one of my favorites. Well, the two, like some innovation. We always appreciate that. Exactly. And then the last favorite we both have listed, which was Coach. Mm, yes. I think that Coach did the get inspired by the people and make things for the people. So again, this like trickle up theory along with, you know, combined with like this recession idea of like mm-hmm. accessible, relatable fashion. Coach understood the assignment. They understood the assignment. They like took the idea and then they were like, okay, but like, let's make cool clothes people actually want to wear. And it's very, it was just, it felt very like New York cool girl. Like I think they're doing an incredible job with their like marketing and rebranding and Mm -hmm. really peeling themselves away from the like terrible image in the 2000s they made for themselves by like licensing everything everywhere. Yeah, but we ate that shit up in the 2000s. So really they just like died off and then now they're, re-emerging everyone else needs to be taking notes yeah like uh, they're same thing with like mark jacobs heaven they just get it Mm -hmm. they're like okay this is the way fashion's gonna go whereas i think fashion's like really progressive but also so slow sometimes they were i was hearing i don't know i think a podcast earlier people were talking about how like slow big designers were to get on the internet like in 2004 Mm. like and here we are and here we are only getting all of our news from the internet, basically. Okay, AG, I want to hear your favorite shows now. We talked about Coach. Okay, so then my other two were the two very glamorous ones that I mentioned. So the first one, we have Christian Cowan. This was just uh, very excessive glamour with the huge feather hats, which we forgot to talk about feathers. Or yeah. I guess it's kind of like Met Gala, too. Yeah, but we can talk about it right now. Feathers. Feathers everywhere. Loved the, fe- loved the feathers. I just, we're a big fan of texture around here as I believe our outfits reflect. And embellishments. Yes. So this emergence of the, basically of feather boa attached to everything and anything, very into. Yes. I always think about though, when like I'm purchasing or I haven't purchased anything, but in that case, when it happens. You're already pre-thinking. How do you care for take it. care for that? Mm-hmm. It's a hand wash. I think it's a hand wash only situation. And you like have the garment draped outside of the sink. Like anything that has feathers on it, you're just going to have to like spot clean. Mm. Okay. We'll report back when that happens. But 
Okay, so it was like really just like excessive glamour, big feather hats. We had gloves, we had sparkles. I really like too that again, they took this current Y2K trend, but they didn't just copy and paste it from what mm-hmm. it was. They took the key elements and really like made it modern and cool. So uh, we'll again include pictures of our favorite looks, but there was just a lot of like sexy cutouts and even like the big slogan words, kind of like a Paris Hilton t-shirt, just like small references like that, that I think are really clever and elevate the Y2K. Subtle, but subtle, but conveys the message. Exactly. And then the other one was Laquan Smith. So this location was unreal. He held the first ever fashion show on top of the Empire State Building in New York. Crazy. Which just now that gives me the New York Fashion Week sparkles and the glamour that I want. That's glam. That is over the top. That is making a statement. And there were models with poodles, like big fluffy poodles. Like it was so like, it was just epic. Like I love a poodle. Yeah. And it just really like added to this whole like, storyline again so Laquan Smith was very like glam experimental and he also did a really good job at again approaching this wearability factor because most brands most designers make their money on not the things that are on the runway but of these other um like core products that they sell mm-hmm. so Laquan Smith recently had a Puma collaboration and they did a few like graphic tees and sweatshirts but then pair those with like fishnet tights so again they're taking this thing that we all have in our wardrobe but still elevating it for the runway and I was just a huge fan of his work and like the fishnets the lacing is just sexy and I think his garments are really made to like not like reveal the woman's body but to like flatter and to like emphasize her shape because these mm-hmm. like cutouts are so fluid it feels like a love letter to what a woman's body is rather than trying to make it something that it's not correct so those were my favorites okay so that's new york fashion week and considering the fact that we have it feels like 10,000 things to talk about this week because everything is happening. Let's just scoot on over to the VMAs and talk about Doja Cat because she was the moment here. I mean, there's really almost no one else to talk about except for Megan Fox briefly because she's just she's so damn so hot. hot. <laughs> like We were talking about like later, we'll talk more Kendall Jenner, who's also just dripping in this like sheer crystal situation. Like yep. you just can't go wrong. Cannot go wrong. With a hot girl in a crystal dress. But back to Doja. Right. So she in she wore so many looks, but we're just going to talk about the big four. Her opening outfit, though, she's wearing these platform lace up red leather heels or is are these thigh high socks in the heels I bet you they are okay so latex high right or thigh high socks latex thigh high socks with a corset top and this beautiful just burgundy drapery I think that she's got going on this stone necklace and stone earrings um they're fine. They don't necessarily, in my opinion, add that much to the look, but this look was pretty much straight off the runway from Vivian Westwood. I was going to say, I think that those necklace and earrings were how it was styled in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was part of the look. Again, I don't think we needed it. I think we could have removed it. 
I'm not sure that I'm crazy about this burgundy red combo too. Mm. It's not a usual pairing or it's more maybe like a cherry darker red with like a grape. I don't know. Yeah. I, a wine with a deep cherry is what I think I'm going to go with. And okay, I think, I like that, it. okay, so let's remove the burgundy drapery. Then you're giving me very much like sexy dominatrix, like over the top. I think that the burgundy drapery really tones that down. But then you take away the thigh high latex socks and shoes and you're giving me Greek goddess. So I, they do something for me in both aspects. Without the other, I think the outfit doesn't work, but I agree the combo of them together is not necessarily doing what I want either. Yeah, so overall, pretty like good, but we could add some improvements. Okay, next we're going to talk about these like ridiculous hand bird chicken, chicken foot. Feet boots things <laughs> they're ombre chicken foot boots that's all that needs to be said she's also then wearing <laughs> this light pink blazer dress with a pharrell hat that has an ipad attached to it <laughs> I, I genuinely i don't know what's happening here but i can't stop looking at it so that means something this it's, is giving us what New York Fashion Week did not. It's just, I'm just speechless. And I, I really can't like put a good thought towards here. It's just like, wow, that, that is an outfit. But I think because she did so many outfit changes that it was only for a brief moment. So you just like, you don't have time to even process it. Mm-hmm. And then she's just in another look and you're like, wait, the chicken feet happened. <laughs> the chicken feet happened. So then since we're just moving on to the next look, then she's wearing a chair on her head with this like corset. Looks like a horse bed sheet at the bottom that's like attached to this corset. And then yep. there's like a dagger. It's, see, I can't even like if it was anything else, I would like really criticize but it's just like, it doesn't seem terribly wrong, but it's so bizarre. Exactly. It's, it's so camp. bizarre. It is. It's honestly camp. Oh, yeah. and by the way, this is also Vivian Westwood. And like her arm is going through the back of the chair that's upside down on her head. Like that has to be so uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure she took the chair off and then sat down on it later in the perform or in the show. So it's functional to say the least. I mean, we were going for statements here. Well, the ultimate statement is her last look by Tom Brown. I look like a worm. I look like a worm. She did look like a worm. She looks like a worm. She looks like a Mother Mary kaleidoscope Catholic painting. She looks like a quilt. Yeah, it was kind of giving me like the Renaissance vibes. Yeah. She's doing something. It's worth looking at. Here's the thing. Every single one of these outfits is worth looking at and examining, <laughs> identifying your feelings toward them. They're not meant to be realistic. They're, they're meant to be pieces of art, wearable art. And I love and that. And really like surrealist. Yes. And I very much enjoy it. And I really enjoy her in particular wearing this. I just think it's fun. Like, let's have some fun with fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, wait, that's Cardi. <laughs> so anyway, 
from there, now we have to move into the Met Gala. Take a seat. Oh, here's Rihanna. What the hell? Why didn't I see her? Oh, wait. And ASAP Rocky. I don't know what's But it's happening. like a quilt. He's wearing a quilt. So that's American. I'll give him that. <laughs> I don't like the brown. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Okay, guys, this is live footage of us reacting to Rihanna mm-hmm. and ASAP Rocky. And honestly, it doesn't sound that great. No, it really doesn't sound that great. I She's wearing an oversized beanie on her head with what can only be described as a duvet, duvet cover wrapped around her body, standing next to ASAP Rocky, who is also wearing bedding. I, I also like who designed. I have so many questions. We have a lot of questions. Um, oh, Balenciaga. Okay, who is also addressing Kim and Kanye tonight? Correct. However, went the total opposite route, considering there. Yeah. Is okay. And also, black. Kim stepped out in a similar situation. I think two days ago, as part of Fashion Week, in Balenciaga as well. So, okay, Kim is wearing a hood over her head completely covering her face and the mm-hmm. only thing that seems to be open mm-hmm. i believe is a, a hole in the back for her ponytail i'm getting some bdsm vibes here but then it goes into this like really matronly looking dress with these flowy sleeves and it kind of looks like really long gauchos like gauchos with a train that go into the balenciaga yes boot. yes and I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, no one is no one is honoring a theme, and I love a theme. I live for a theme. Give me a themed party, I will show up. Done to the nines. So really, I just need an invite to the Met Gala, is what I'm saying, and I'm offended that these celebrities are not adhering to the theme. And here's the thing: obviously, there are people who look fire like who are we just talking that looks about? really good but isn't on theme oh yes yeah. kendall yeah but honestly like what i don't like about this is i feel like often with the met gala i that kim just goes along with whatever kanye wants to do and i actually watch kim's yeah. like look the vogue videos where they look at like their 15 greatest looks and I think all of her Met Gala ones were in there. Oh, yeah. She was talking about, you know, designing the look with or creating the look with the designers. And she does like have a very special appreciation for her them. And it almost makes me appreciate her looks more after hearing those stories. So like, I'm sure there's some greatness mm-hmm. behind there, but it's just like, and part of this like on theme too it's like you have to be visibly be on theme because if this outfit you're wearing is some sort of story that's related to this idea of like american fashion which is what this met gala theme is i don't think we've clarified that but I, right I, I can't read the story by the clothes you know right so let's talk about some people that are also there may or may not be hitting the theme but the first person on our list is Kim Petrus, and she is horse girl, major horse girl energy. But this is what I'm talking about when we say, give us something to talk about. Exactly. Like, I want you to look wacky. And she is actually wearing Colleen Estrada. 
Yeah. And it's literally this giant horse face, like looks like a plastic horse face the size of her torso. And then it goes into this 80s Victorian hip bustle that we're talking about in this like crazy, yep. gaudy floral with this like horse pony. Right. With the crazy horse girl pony. I mean, she's got a giant horse head on her chest. It's a look. All right. We have to, we're going to rapid fire these from now on. All right. Yep. Okay. We need to rapid fire. Right. Okay. You're next right. up, Dan Levy and Lueve, which he's co-hosting. And mm-hmm. I fucking love it. Like it's just dope. It looks so good. He's making a really important statement that they were talking about in an interview that we were reading. It looks great. Love. Eva Chen. Eva Chen. Okay. Eva Chen wearing Christopher John Lo- Rogers, which this is someone who's doing the theme because she's wearing emerging American fashion designer. But I don't think it's flattering on Eva. I don't think she feels super comfortable because it just doesn't seem like she has a lot of like sparkle in her eyes. But it's this giant like rainbow striped dress, vertical wide stripes, and it's strapless, like really tinty with these mm-hmm. checkerboard sleeves that end mm-hmm. at the same time as the top, the tube top. Yep. Which is probably my least favorite part about it is that the gloves end at the same point as the top of her dress. And it just literally cuts her body off at her armpits. Looks really awkward to me. Yeah. It's not like, again, it's not highlighting and flattering her body. Okay. Next up, we have Miss Emma Chamberlain, uh, a favorite here on this podcast. And she's wearing Louis Vuitton, who she is in partnership and collaboration with. And it's really sequin, like giant triangles over her boobs. And then it's like a short mini skirt with this train. And she has like this green smoky eye shadow. I think she looks incredible, like really good. Like maybe the best Emma has looked. But again, I feel like she could have done something with the theme, but she's also with Louis Vuitton, who I don't know how into American fashion they're going to want to get considering they're the yeah. Par- Parisian house. So not on theme, but she looks great. Yes. Uh, continuing on. All right. We have Miss Kendall Jenner dripping in YSL, I believe. Mm hmm. And this is actually a reference to Audrey Hepburn in what movie did I say? My Fair Mm -hmm. Lady, which I love that. And that does feel like American fashion because Audrey was really like a fashion icon. No, I totally agree. And she looks incredible. It's not obviously a nod to American fashion when you first look at it. But once you know the backstory, once you kind of get that info, it makes a little more sense which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so Gigi's right next to her in this photo. So we'll just hop over to her who's wearing a product and it's like a corset satin dress with this like black stripe at the top. And it's like open in the back where she has these cool sparkle tights on. The sparkle tights are getting lost. Yeah. And then there's leather gloves and then there's this like choker thing. And then there's blue eyeshadow with the wing liner and then red hair with the giant ponytail with the clip. We have a lot happening. Um, I think I need about five of those things to go. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's not giving me a lot. And I think it's like really overdone. So moving on from there, we have Lord, who is embodying her latest album release, Solar Power, with a headband. Mm-hmm. But that is giving me really reminiscent vibes of the Met Gala Heavenly Bodies a few years ago. Yep, 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 for sure. So it just automatically looks a little dated. Yeah, because I think it was so recent and everyone was wearing those like ethereal crowns. Mm -hmm. That was 2018 because I went to that one. But 
the rest of her is in this like satin white with like all these embellishments is the bowed look I generally like it I don't know where the, the theme comes in again but yeah same it's a cool look we have Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello he's looking really BDSM cowboy like, yeah but very into that yeah I think he looks really good especially because he didn't look that great at the VMAs I thought it was just kind of like the saggy white thing and then yep. Camilla's wearing all purple which I like you know what is that like a nod to Selena Oh, maybe it is. Okay. We didn't look this up beforehand, but could be. Yeah, guys, we don't have the backstory or anything. We're going blind here. Okay, Timothy Chalamet. Um, I not do not like this. He's wearing sweatpants and Converse at the Met Gala. And then this, like, crop blazer thing. And then wrinkly fabric between the blazer and the sweatpants. I don't get it. Not a good look. No. Um. I- if it was a, you know, I like the idea of a suit with streetwear. That feels American, but right. this was not done right. No. Right. Okay, Megan Fox. Whew. I mean, again, she's just so hot. And it took me it. like a second to, she really switched up the look tonight with those bangs. No, I totally agree. I honestly, I mean, obviously she looks good in whatever. I think that the bangs, contrary to popular belief that people like make, think that bangs make you look younger. Or like a child, I think these bangs kind of like age her a little bit. I don't know that it's necessarily my favorite look, but obviously she still looks amazing. I think the bangs are like really short and clipped in and too far in the front of her head. They don't mm. like it looks like a toupee on her forehead. <laughs> but like if yeah. we like cover the top of her head, beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, moving on, we have oh Iman, mm. also kind of heavenly body vibes though. Yeah, agreed. And what is the do we know the designer? Um, no, I just screenshotted it. That's okay. I'm not really getting overtly American. Feels like African, mm. which if it was like an you know, an African American designer that's like honoring that could be heritage. cool. But again, see, like some of these will require context, which we don't have. Right. All right, next we have AOC. And we had a, uh, a few like statement pieces on American society. She has this like, looks like a white wedding dress. And then in red text, it goes tax the rich. Yep. Which we agree with that here. So, right. The dress itself is nothing, um, you know, spectacular, but we love the message. And we're having something to talk about. Why does she have a hibiscus in her hair though? That was my next comment was that that feels just totally off. And then speaking of coach earlier, we have Miss Megan the Stallion looking like a loofah, but a hot one yep. at that. Hot loofah, but not necessarily my favorite look. No, and like she's had such incredible looks. And like on Legendary, she's a judge on there and she has like mm-hmm. the most insane looks every week. But I like, eh, I know she can do more. Yep. Okay, next is Barbie Fiera from Euphoria. She is wearing Jonathan Sim Simkai. I got to look that one up, but it's yeah. like very old Hollywood. Uh, it's so beautiful. I just know that the movement here, like every time she takes a step, it just glitters. Oh, yeah. Because the bottom looks fringy, too. Mm-hmm. I'm really loving the like line of jewels down her part. Mm, yes. Killed it. OK, next we have Miss JLo. She understood the assignment. She whew, she really went for the American Western 
I don't know. What is she? She is. She's a cowboy. She's like a saloon woman. Yeah, she is. And she's wearing this like I can't tell if it's fur or if it's feathers, but this shrug that is over the top of her dress. She has a belt on. I love that it's brown because that's mm-hmm. like on trend, but again, elevated, very sexy dress. But it's honestly very. the accessories that take it over the top. There's like yeah. this wide leather belt. And then there's like this leather choker with this big silver necklace and this mm-hmm. fedora. So it's so obviously a node to this Western and, you know, Native American culture as well. Kind of like the mm. blend of the two. Good call. And it's done by... Ralph Lauren Ralph Lauren actually I've heard that that's actually how you pronounce it so we were wrong the first time oh wow we were trying to make it fancy and it's not because this is America (laughs) but uh yeah this is this is everything I wanted moving on next we have Billie Eilish with her nod to Marilyn Monroe she's looking beautiful she's looking very exposed for what we normally see her in but she looks great it's reminiscent of her Vogue shoot that she did for uh, Vogue UK, I believe. Or Ooh, love Vogue. that. It's just that she mo- at the VMAs, she was literally, I think, wearing like a sweatsuit. Well, the Vogue cover is the first time she ever like revealed herself and she was wearing like lingerie and these like sexy boudoir pieces. So that's why this feels reminiscent. But she did that a few months ago and that was like the first time she had ever done it. So this is her like coming back out saying like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, she's like, I'm a woman. And she looks very, like, feminine, soft. I like the graphic black eyeliner. Okay, next, Olivia Rodrigo. I'm so excited about this. Feathers, lace. Lace bodysuit, just some black underwear. It's perhaps lace or perhaps micro shorts under the lace bodysuit. You might be right. These big crystal earrings, the bun. Like, she looks so, like, the Gen Z icon that she is. But she took a chance here, which I appreciate. And again, not sure how tied into American theme. Is it Cher inspired? Maybe we could do that. But yeah, we'll just say that. Okay. Anyway, big fan of that. Oh, Little Nas X. He had like a three part reveal. Yep. He's wearing this gold armor. Then I believe underneath he's wearing a suit. And then under that, he's wearing a bodysuit. It's interesting. Oh, with a cape on top. Oh, okay. So the cape armor suit. And I, I, I like the spectacle of it. Um, although it, it kind of like sometimes with Met Gala, people who plan to do these big elaborate things, sometimes they just feel like you tried a little too hard and then I don't mm. like it that much. And it's like, <laughs> like it's what happened here. It's a very fine line to walk. Yes. And then the last person that we have on our list is Lily Rose Depp. And I'm going to guess Chanel because that's what she normally wears. But I actually do like, so it's like a little two-top pink sequence. And then it's a low-rise skirt, which I like the low-rise. Yeah, I do. I like the low-rise. The low-rise itself is not what I have, like, an issue with. It's more so just that, like, the top is also a two-top crop top. And not, again, from, like, a, like, Oh, cover yourself <laughs> because I was just praising Zoe Kravitz for being naked, but I just think it looks a little bit. It's like, this is a really good example of is she skinny or is it fashion? I feel. Oh, it's for sure. Cause she's skinny. I mean, <laughs> Kate Moss who like exemplified the heroin chic look of the night. Right. Exactly. So that was a rapid fire account of the Met Gala. Yeah, I mean, again, like, we'll probably have to talk about it next week once we get some, like, more More conversation. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that maps us up into outfits of the week. If I am correct, I believe that I go first. I think you are right. Uh, Monday was Labor Day and I have like the least Labor Day outfit happening ever. (laughs) I don't think either of us have Labor Day specific outfits. Well, everyone was out of town. I was just by myself all weekend, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So, but on Monday, my parents were like, come over, we'll make you food. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went over there and I, which my vibe was just so chill and relaxed all weekend that I just wanted to be like cool, casual, comfortable. So black off the shoulder top a pair of jeans that fits me really well and then the sea madden chunky loafers which i really want to get like cute ankle socks for so that's on my list Ooh, yes let me just tell you i've had the i've been on the hunt for cute patterned ankle shot ankle socks for like mm, probably a solid three months and i can't find any that aren't like 25 dollars a piece so please clue me in if you happen to find any that are worthwhile okay will do I know I saw some really cute ones and they were just absurdly expensive. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could get a pack of 12 of these on Amazon for like $6. For right. Wanted to, which I might, who knows? Who and then knows? my black furry checkered bag, all in all, good job. Yeah. Tuesday, like it. I was selling a lot of things on Macari this past weekend, trying to make some extra money to buy new clothes that I like better. And I came across these American Apparel striped silky joggers that I had thrifted. They're a vertical stripe, really thin. Um, I really learned that that does not photograph or video well. <laughs> I thought these that these were. I thought that these were like silver metallic. No, they're like a really thin stripe. But honestly, I find them hard to style, and I don't. There's I have a few issues with them, so it was kind of like my last test of wearing them to see if I yeah. actually like them. And I determined that I didn't. So okay. those are leaving. So but I don't also them. don't have a lot of blue, like navy blue in my closet. Mm-hmm. So my styling options were limited, but I did have this black or no, it's a blue Led Zeppelin t-shirt that I like tied up in the back, very circa my cheerleading days where you just use the hair tie. <laughs> yep. so I was wearing this blazer over it and it was ridiculously hot this day. So this was not a realistic outfit, but mm-hmm. it did look good for the pics. Yep. And then I wore my little white mules and my blue glasses. On Wednesday, it was, I think I might have been dressed and then spilled something all over myself and then was just angry. So I'm, <laughs> I'm putting on athletic clothes. It's how I believe that day went. And so you're definitely like, I'm not putting on other clothes. So I was like, okay, hate this. I'm putting on biker shorts, a little black crop top a sweatshirt I was going for my princess Diana princess Diana yes 40 love it. leisure but yep. I didn't have a good crew neck sweatshirt which she really does well mm-hmm. and the white high socks and the white sneakers like it's just a every hot girl has this outfit she wears absolutely it and it never fails anyone yes also fun fact which is what I always <laughs> I always tell this as my fun fact when you are forced to do that in whatever social setting but I'm like very distant distant cousins with princess Diana like 16th or something love so I am royal yeah so you're basically related to her and that gives you permission to wear this whenever you want exactly okay Thursday I got new boots yes you did yes you did (laughs) really excited about these these are Sam Edelman and 
if you listened to our episode last week, we covered all the fall trends you need to know. And a pair of these boots was on the list or whatever form of that works for you. But I had a like slim leather. They are probably like three inches below the knee pointy with a really cool like angular heel. And it's like two Mm -hmm. inches. I was so surprised. I didn't think they would be real leather. I got them on 6pm.com, which is like Zappos's clearance site. So I got them for like $70, even though they're, I think, 180 retail. And they came in. They're so nice. They fit really well. There's no zipper, which is difficult to get one foot off, but I make sacrifices for fashion. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, let's wear with a bunch of leather. So leather shorts that I've been wearing a lot, mm-hmm. a little white bodysuit my leather or faux leather Telfar bag. Oh, which we didn't talk about how much I loved the Telfar duffel that he released at New York Fashion Week. Yep, they look so good. Yeah, I'm putting that on like my highs of the week. Okay, for sure. Because I want the mini one to go out in. It's so cute. (laughs) And a blazer on top because I felt that I had these boots on that I couldn't just be wearing shorts in a tank. That felt a little scandalous. Yeah. I also think tights would be a great addition to this outfit. I agree. So once it gets cold enough to wear tights. Yeah, I've been on the look for like patterned ones. Patterned tights really just, I do love them, but like patterned tights, I wore lace tights for my senior pictures and it was, it was, it was a look. It wasn't necessarily a good look. So I'm just like really trying to not recreate that when I inevitably buy patterned tights this fall. Well, you liked a lot of the lace. I know. I know. It's, week, so. it's honestly meant for me, but I just look back at those pictures and I'm like, like what? What did well, I look do? at this as a chance to redo that better Love. than you once did Friday? Okay. Friday, uh, I had a huge Abercrombie order that came in and I was really excited about it because I'm going to Colorado actually tomorrow morning. And I was like, I need new clothes as one does. So I ordered like $300 worth of clothes and like everything sucked basically, which there was like something wrong with like every garment and like I got these really cool pair of jeans that had a seam down the front and then like a split over the front of the shoe, mm-hmm. which I think are really dope. And I wanted them to be like my new go-to everyday jean. Yeah, that sounds really cool. But they were like uneven. Like on one side, the seam was down the center of my leg and the other one, they were down the side. <gasps> Awkward. Anyway, I posted a TikTok with the haul if you want to see where it went wrong. But what did go right was this cap sleeve bodysuit that I got. I find I really like a cap sleeve, a muscle tee. It suits me well because I don't have broad shoulders. So it kind of gives me that. And then wearing these free people like blowout jeans because they were closest to the jeans that I really wanted to wear as possible with my little black booties. And then it felt like it needed something. So a black Baker boy cap and it was in my little green Louis. And that was just to have like wine and cheese with the girls. So I felt hot and confident love and overall that was my week very like neutral simple but I think I'm like leaning into that more and like I've always had this idea that I need to be like dress a certain way and maybe that way isn't like how I would typically choose like 
in like I need to be like wearing more like mixing prints and patterns and like whatever but I think I do like a, a streamlined look with like good accessories yeah like, really well I love that for you hey what about your week okay yeah so my week I was traveling at home and so I packed a bag that was an attempt at a capsule wardrobe but I stupidly went with what the forecast originally told me the weather was going to be. And then it increased by quite a bit. So (laughs) instead of having 82 degree weather, I had 90 degree weather. So I was sweating my ass off the entire week. Oh, cause you were like, I'm going to push some like fall looks here because I can. Yeah, pretty much. So my first look, I'm wearing this like satiny hot pink Zara top with, um, also actually wide leg Zara jeans, a ton of necklaces, some orange earrings and this puffy velvet headband. Why are you wearing the croc flip-flops? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that is what we need to talk about here. I packed white tennis shoes, Doc Martens and black strappy heels. Black strappy heels are what I intended to wear with this outfit. I had them on. I was ready to go. And then my sister was like, Katie, you literally can't wear those. We're going to dinner. We're going to lunch. We're going to brunch even on a Monday on Labor Day. And I'm wearing, she was just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. And so I felt bad for her. Okay. I got, I'm sick of other people telling us to dress down. You dress better. Okay. Thank you. I know. I know. Right. But, I need to so, compromise myself for you so that you so, feel better about yourself. Right. Like if, so, you don't, if you're not a fashion person, like that's fine. No one's asking you to be, but don't like shame me for wanting to do something fun. Thank you. So I had no other shoe options and I thought that these kind of ended up just looking like chunky flip-flops and they were lime green and I was going to brunch in Springfield, Illinois. So I really didn't care that much. Oh, no, they don't look terrible. I just think it's funny. Um, right. They're literally croc flip-flops. Um, so that is why I'm wearing uh, lime green croc flip-flops with this outfit. Um, they were pretty comfortable, I have to say. <laughs> they were my mother's. <laughs> they got that arch support. Right. Exactly. So then Tuesday, I ended up going to the Jonas Brothers concert, which love that for me. Absolutely. I'm so jealous. I think this is the fourth time I've seen the Jonas Brothers I've never seen them well <laughs> yeah so I saw them in like 2008 um I saw them again in like probably 2009 or 2010 the first concert it probably wasn't 2008 it was probably earlier than that even because I was not old enough to go by myself my dad had to take me and it was me and um uh, my friend Lauren and my sister and her friend and we were legitimately probably in seventh grade and your dad's such a trooper for that yeah my dad is actually big time concert dude pretty much any concert he's willing to go to just for the experience of live music I feel that yeah so then I mean I'm sure the Jonas Brothers put on a good production like Oh yeah. They're great every time. Although I do have to say that this is the first time seeing them outdoors and it was probably my least favorite of my concert experiences for them. And I think they're just more of an indoor band. Yeah. Like outdoor concerts are great, but it has to be like a very 
specific artists like I've seen Mumford and Sons Willie yeah. Nelson that all works that all works but when you're expecting like a bit of a show mm-hmm. it, can be it doesn't always translate yes so I'm wearing this uh, Jonas Brothers World Tour 2009 t-shirt that is actually not mine it was my sister's um my all of my Jonas Brothers t-shirts have left me uh, but she was gracious enough to let me wear this. And then I'm wearing this silky, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a nightgown, but I'm wearing it as a skirt here. Just put the t-shirt over top of it. Doc Martens and my gold K necklace. Overall, it was good. It was a little bit hot because this dress is hundred percent polyester and did not breathe for one <laughs> second. Uh, and it was like 90 degrees out that day, but it did. That's why it pays to invest in a silk one. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But then I'm not wearing it to an outdoor concert to sit on the grass. Yeah. So it was an overall good outfit. I enjoyed it. Okay. Then Wednesday I went shopping with my sister who told me that I couldn't wear something on Monday, uh, to go and get her basically a new wardrobe. Um, well, clearly she needed it. Yeah. Well, because she started a new internship, she's working at this like media company. Now she's like, she's studying like video, um, like video production and communications. So yeah, she got this internship and she was like, I feel like I have no outfits. And I was like, yeah, because your wardrobe is t-shirts and jeans. So let's go fix that. So Mm -hmm. we went and we bought her like three new tops, two new pairs of pants and a, like a laptop bag. She was feeling really good about it. So excited for her. And I'm wearing this yellow dress. That's a hangover from my Madewell J crew era. Um, that I just, I love it. It's a wrap dress. I love a wrap dress. Um, and it's fun. I like the length and I like the color this plaid blazer that I thrifted actually with you a couple weeks ago and my docs. I love the juxtaposition happening there. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was a little bit, I needed a necklace that I didn't have, um, or some kind, I'm actually wearing these like, um, Western they're blue. They look like a belt buckle, but they're earrings. I don't even know if you've ever seen them, but I really like, yeah, I really like them. I don't wear them very often, um, because they don't necessarily have that many, like wearability options, but I needed something else. Um, like as far as an accessory goes here, I forgot to bring a purse home. I was going to say like a really, I'm seeing a cute, small white top handle beaded bag. Ooh, I very much like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I think that would have been good here. Oh, or your pearl barrettes. Cause you're wearing them right now. You keep wearing this when we record. Yeah. <laughs> because when we're recording, I need my hair out of my friggin' face. That's fair. And then Thursday, I wore my new leather jacket, which I do love. Um, You're giving me very like in the Chamberlain. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Uh, Yeah. So wearing this leather jacket that we thrifted again a couple weeks ago, I think I got it at the same time as I did that plaid blazer. Also, those were two items that were on our fall trend watch list. Absolutely. And. Oh, I really like this leather jacket because it's not a moto jacket, but it's not a blazer and it's not a trench. It's just like this very like streamlined leather jacket with a collar that zips up and just wearing it with this like white crop top and these, um, 
cut off Bermuda denim shorts that are the cotton on ones that we didn't like because they were too tight around my legs. And so I cut the bottom hem off and they look so much better. I think they look great. Yeah, they were like this faux frayed hem that looked really cheap and gross. So I just cut them off and actually frayed them and they look so much better. Yeah, hot tip. If you like cut off the bottom of a pair of jeans and you just like take the cut part and rub it on the carpet for a second, they're frayed. It looks so much better. Mm -hmm. And then my white tennis shoes. I do not have a Friday outfit because somehow I just totally forgot to take an outfit. Admittedly, it wasn't anything revolutionary. It was very similar actually to your outfit, except unaccessorized. It was a white crop t-shirt with a pair of just um, Levi's ribcage jeans and my docs. Um, I mean, really that's like great. the go-to uniform. Right, exactly. So I don't necessarily need to have a picture for you to envision something like that. It is what it is. It was a good fitting pair of jeans. It was a crop top. It was a pair of docs. It did what it needed to do. And that's my weekend outfits. Yay. I'm just looking at Met Gala looks at people sent me that we didn't get to cover, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. Well, we can talk about it on our Instagram. Ooh, I like that. Maybe we'll do like a little poll. See what you liked and didn't. All right. Well, thank you for joining in. I hope you like our high level recap of fashion week, the VMAs, the Met Gala. I promise you we could talk about it for hours. We literally did before we recorded this podcast (laughs) and I could still talk about it more. So if you would like to continue the conversation with us on social media, you can find us at Verve Podcast, at Anna Grace Averett, and at Katie Gassman. All in the show notes. All in the show notes for you to click right through. We'll also have a couple of TikToks linked. We'll have all of our listener guides available on Instagram for you to follow along as you listen. And with that, we will leave you to go look at all of that great information. And we will talk to everybody next week. Okay, ciao. Bye.